Hey everyone, welcome to Spadori's. Um, this is Hyen. And I'm Bailey. And this and is we- our first episode of Spadori's. Spadori's. I actually really love the name and I hope everybody else loves it too because right? it's really cute. So special <laughs> education stories, horror yeah. stories, funny stories, special stories. Good stories. <laughs> We'll everybody. throw in some good stories for everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so I let's dive into it. Why did we even want to start? Why did we want to start? Spadoris. Well, I will say, everyone, this was this was high end's brain child idea. Like she randomly texted me one day um, and said, "You know, hey Bailey, I would love to do a special ed podcast. I think it would be really fun." And that's kind of how we jumped into it. And we kind of bounced around on what we wanted it to be and what we wanted it to look like. Yeah. But um, I think we just realized we have so many hilarious, crazy, cringy stories and also some really good stories that we're going to yeah. share um, that we just felt the world needed to hear those. Absolutely. So maybe we should back it up. How about you tell me what your like background is? Yes. How did, each other how did we get here? Stuff? Okay, cool, cool, cool. So um, I graduated with my deaf education teaching certification. And so I started out in a school district, the school district that we met in, um, teaching middle school science for deaf and hard of hearing students. And it was a blast. Um, Actually really loved that group of kids. They all just graduated high school, um, like just back in 2022, which was insane to see. So, um, yeah, loved it, started that job. And then there was kind of like a reorg in our district. Um, and I applied to be a specialist for that program. And then just in the process of the interview, got a call about five or 10 minutes after I walked out and they were like, Hey, instead of being a specialist, you should be the manager. And I was like, you guys are crazy, but I will do it. <laughs> and so, uh, took and I job. know exactly who gave you the phone call. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so special. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, yeah, so ended up taking that job and starting with the district, well, it, with admin back in, yeah, it was like July of 2018. And so did that met you there and you were working as a specialist for speech Give me your background on how you got there. Okay. So uh, yeah, like Bailey said, my background's in speech pathology. So I went to grad school to be a speech language pathologist. I actually really love it. Um, love working with the kids. So I actually started out, um, in a district kind of South of Houston, Mm -hmm. uh, for my clinical year and then moved to the largest district, Texas. And that's how I met Bailey, but I was a speech therapist, I think for like three years before I moved into leadership. Um, and then did program specialist um, work and then moved into the senior manager position, which um, I really liked as well. Um, but yeah. that's how I know you because you yes. essentially started around the same time. I think I started a year before you, but around like the same time in leadership in the district. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then there was like big changes happening. Like the um, senior manager that you were working under who we love um, unconditionally, she's amazing, uh, got a job at a private school yeah right mm-hmm. and so then you took that position yes. um and then COVID hit and y'all that was mania you ended up moving on to a different district I ended up now moving on to a dif- different district and I'm working in central Texas um for a school district right now and kind of doing all things related services and then like prop share counseling as a related service in-home parent training all the fun things yeah and just, yeah, learned a lot. So yeah. And learning a lot. We have so many funny stories. And now that I'm like 
literally, I just had a, a thought was like, as you were talking for, before we even got on this call, we always check in, like, how are you doing Bailey? You know, what's been new and vice versa. But every time we talk, we always have stories to share about like, I know crazy people and how like <laughs> they don't know how to do their job or they don't know any better or whatever. And right. so it's actually really funny because we always have stories. Anytime, honestly, really that you work with anybody Mm-hmm. In special education, you have stories. You have something. And I, yeah. I think it's really fun. Um, because obviously when we were working together in Houston, it was regularly like text messages, like, oh my gosh, you will not believe what happened with so and so and what they said or did. Yes. Um, and then even now, still, like I feel like we'll randomly be like, let me tell you what happened in my district, or like, let me tell you what happened with my job, you know? Yes. <laughs> just, or we're always like things. who's who's that person's last name? Because remember, we'll be like, who was that person? Like, I can't think of the name. And well, like, and it's just crazy freaking. And then it's always like, wait, what person, the person that did this or that? You're like, no, that one. Okay. No, I know who you're talking about. Exactly. (laughs) So, so so I want to, I guess, share the story about how you and I connected, which is a a story, obviously in the district that we were working together. Um, uh, Bailey oversaw deaf and hard of hearing and, um, visual impairment students, which was um, a special job and it's very unique. Um, and then I did speech and, but we had a case together, um, lovely family, essentially really what was happening was we weren't doing our job. The district wasn't doing their job. And so, um, that was unfortunate. Um, but luckily, like after it all being in those long, long contentious, Art meetings and y'all I, when when high end says long I mean there was one art I remember specifically it was my birthday it was, was like it? my second or third week on the job and we got there at nine and we did not leave that campus high end until 5 p.m do you yes. remember that it yes. was the full day and I was just like and somebody had offered to buy us pizza <laughs> yes the the parent was like, let me buy pizza for everybody. Cause we're still here. And like, we were all like, no, let's just get this done. But then it was really funny because that was like my, maybe like first month in the job. And I was like, what have I signed up for? It was the very beginning of the school year. And I started like the end of July. So that was, I think like oh, almost my one month anniversary of the job and I was like what have I signed up for here oh my gosh long meeting but I will say like as frustrating as it was to be there from what like 9 to 5 p.m I do think that we made like it was ultimately productive yeah like we made good progress listen to parents and like Mm -hmm. I felt like everybody learned from it right like even though it shouldn't be a learning opportunity right we should have had our shifts in a row Mm -hmm. but I, I think it was just nice because we were able to really help like the people within our department, like learn something, but then also just like with the, with the parents, like they were able to get exactly what they advocated for, which was kind of cool. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I feel like that meeting and just kind of in like preparation for it and also working with the parent later, like, I feel like I developed a pretty good relationship with that parent. So for the next like three years that I was working with them, like I actually did for this kiddo, his, um, DHH like services oh. for ESY. Oh, you did. Yeah. I that. You um, and that, that was like obviously during COVID. So I would meet with him virtually, but like I was doing some of his services for him and working with him and his teacher and the parent. And so I feel like, you know, it was, you know, it was challenging. And like, I think in the sense of, you know, it was a lot of 
coming to the table prepared, but then seeing other areas weren't prepared and feeling in a lot of ways, just, I, I don't know about you, but I felt like really sad for the family and kind of like embarrassed to be like, why are we not prepared? Like we've got our stuff and we've, I don't know. So, but it was nice because I do feel like that case. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I feel really good about the relationship I had with the parent and the student throughout that process. Absolutely. And I feel like I can say the same. Like I felt like I, and I think everybody does this, right? Like if something doesn't go right, they like go from zero to a hundred. But the second, like I was able to talk to the parent, I felt like it was like very reasonable conversation. Like we were both on the same page kind of thing. So I definitely think that that's like a perk of the job is when you can build a solid relationship with families. Oh, it should be though. Like the right. way you're prepared for that meeting is like literally how every meeting should be meeting should go exactly you know wasn't of an issue like that's literally what should have been done from the very beginning exactly exactly well and I feel like your statement of like it it lends itself to having really good relationships with families kind of leads into a question that I have about like just why did why did you choose SPED in general like what was your reasoning for joining uh, getting involved in special education when I went to grad school I did a early childhood like preschool setting and I just loved it. Like the kids age three to five, I was like, this is the best. I think it's really devastating for parents like whenever they're really young to hear a diagnosis of autism or a language disorder or ADHD, all of those things. And so um, watching that kind of happen and then watching them evolve and 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 pour into their child and the differences that the child has to see so much progress, right? So I think that's the reason why I stuck with the school setting is just because you get to see so many. And then like, I used to hate high schoolers, not going to lie. But then that's such a valuable age too, because they're gone to the real world. And so you're like, I need to give them the resources to succeed. So then I just fell off. What about you though? Yeah. I always say, I just kind of fell into deaf education. Y'all, I went to college and my first year, so even when I was in high school, like I did an internship with my dentist. I was like, I'm going to be a dentist. I'm going to go to college and I'm going to, you know, get my degree and then come back and take over, you know, this, this dental um, office that I'm working in right now. And so (laughs) I went to college and I, I was so bored in my like science classes, which is all you're going to take if you're going to go into like any kind of medical field. Um, And I was even like taking Latin as my foreign language because I was like, oh, medicine, Latin, like it makes sense. Oh gosh, y'all. It was so... It was not great. By the end of my freshman year, I was, by the end of my freshman year, I was like, I am done. I will not be a dentist. Right. So I went and did, um, like career counseling. Um, cause you know, like every college has their like career center and you do your little test. Well, I did my test and it gave me like four, you know, things that I could potentially consider being, um, one of them was, I think it was like therapy. The other was uh, like social work. I don't know. And then there was like one other that I don't remember, but like I, they gave me an options and one of them was teaching. And so, um, I'm, I'm, I like people who know me know that I'm like a very emotional, anxious person. So I probably would not have been the best social work person or counselor slash therapist. I 
I would have sobbed every single day. It would just be like too much for me. So shout out to all of you people that are able to handle that. And that's work. y'all are amazing. Um, but I just knew I couldn't do that. So I ended up uh, deciding on teaching and then, um, so changed my major, got into my education classes and really loved it. Well, then I had to change my foreign language because I mean, like, I'm not going to continue to do Latin. Um, so I ended up the university that I was at, um, I ended up taking American sign language and really fell in love with ASL. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was like my first, like end of my first semester of taking ASL that my professor at the time was, you know, letting me know, Hey, we do have a deaf education track here. So it's, it's education, still what you're doing. You would just be adding on that like deaf and hard of hearing component. And so, um, it sounded fun. I said, okay, cool, let's do it. And so I changed again to deaf education, uh, added a year on to my graduation time. But you stuck <laughs> but with it. I stuck with it. I loved it. Um, and then, yeah, I ended up teaching kind of a variety. I did deaf plus, so students who are deaf and hard of hearing with additional disabilities. Um, I did little bitty, like, you know, kindergarten, first grade kiddos, and they're so sweet. Um, did a little bit of high school. I kind of like you, like, I didn't love high school that much, but it was still like really fun. And then, yeah, I just kind of really found my sweet spot with middle school. I think middle school kids are so fun because they're like learning and growing, but also they are like, basically, I feel like they're at that sweet spot where like, they're still playful, fun, and sarcastic, but they also want to please you. So you're not going to have like crazy, like they're not going to start crying when you say, Hey, you didn't do this right. But they're also not going to like cuss you out in the middle of the day. They're at a really good sweet spot of elementary and high school. High school, Um, stop cussing at Bailey. Yes, like I can't (laughs) handle it. Um, So yeah, that's how I kind of fell into it. And then I never, ever, ever thought I would go into admin at all. It was actually never really a big goal for me. Um, I went and got my master's because I wanted to teach at the like secondary level. So college, university level. So I was getting like on the PhD track and then got my master's in 2017 and yeah, ended up applying for like, just to be a coach, like coaching teachers Yeah, and um, ended up getting the manager job. And now I'm an admin. I never thought I would have been an admin. But I think that's like, what's so special. Cause same with me, like it just kind of fell into my lap. I remember just getting a call and it was like, I think you're ready for it. So just apply. Right. And, like, and then it just kind of fell into it. Exactly. And you learn as you grow. But I think that yeah. I think it's always special too, like when you don't go seeking it out. Mm-hmm. I think the ones that seek it out are doing it for different reasons versus the ones that it kind of just falls into your lap for. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so funny because I do remember my uh someone in my life at the time when I was applying for that specialist position was like, no, you should just go ahead and apply for the manager. And I was like, mm, I'm not doing that. I'm not ready for that. Like, no. Um, so it was really funny that I ended up being offered that position instead of the one that I had applied for. And so I was just like, okay, well, we're going to figure it out. Yeah. And now I will say like, I do really love it. I think it's really important for administrators to stay as close to the classroom as possible. So one of my big pushes for myself is at least on like a weekly bi-weekly basis to be on campuses and see what's happening. Yeah. Um, but I do love it. I just really love the problem solving aspect, supporting people who support little people. Like I just, I love it. Huge. Absolutely. As we like kind of wrap it up, what do you want people to take away from Spadori's? Well, I think a big thing for me is to realize that 
um, what's happening where you are is happening in a lot of places. Like it is not, you are not alone in the craziness, the insanity, the funny, the bad, the good, the, like this is happening everywhere. You're not alone in that. But I think that I also want people to realize that by like hearing these stories and hearing, you know, how things could have been handled or what you are allowed and not allowed to do will help you the next time something like this comes up or if it ever comes up in your district or your job or your campus or with your child, like just being able to know you're not alone. This is happening in a lot of places. And how do you handle it the next time? What about you? I think I want people just to laugh because I know some of the stories that we have are just funny, lighthearted. Um, and then also, I mean, I'm, we're going to have parents on here that are probably going to share like difficult stories. So like you said, you're not alone in raising kids, learning, um, as the process goes. And, and even with like all of the situations, like I think about some of like the ARD meetings that we've had, um, it's all like a learning opportunity, right? So if, again, like you don't know what you don't know. And so I'm sure every situation, yeah, that's happened, a lesson's been learned from it. And so happy to be a part of that, you know, like parents providing lessons that they learned, um, administrators, because we've had some crazy administrators. What did they learn from certain situations? (laughs) I would love to invite some of them on the podcast just to hear, what did you learn? Right. <laughs> and, like, and just to, I guess, because we didn't really say this, but we worked in the largest school district. Maybe we did the largest yeah. school district in the state of Houston. I mean, the state of Texas. So yeah. have some funny, crazy, crazy stories that we lo- will love to share. Um, Hilarious Spadoris. I know. And so Spadoris is born. And we hope you tune in to listen to us. Yes. And if you guys have any funny or hilarious or just personal stories you'd love to share. We do have an email set up for you guys to email us that information. So you can email us at spedories at gmail.com. Um, name, kind of like your background, we can keep it anonymous, obviously, but, um, and then just what was your story? Tell us. Yeah. So that's spedories, S-P-E-D-O-R-I-E-S at gmail.com. Love it. All right. Well, I will see you next time. Yep. See you guys later. Bye y'all. Thank you.